0: this is Dr. Rebecca May coming to you from Arcana Labs. And this is Road to Reno. Good morning. Today we have the wonderful Dr. Kaza with us. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up Sure, I grew up in Waterloo, New York. It's in the central New York Finger Lakes region. We're near Seneca Lake. And yeah, I love outside and the natural state here. And um, did you stay there through high school? I was there through middle school.
0: And then where did you move? um, What area did you live in for high school? Syracuse, New York. Oh, nice. So um, where did you go to college?
1: Uh, Brockport, New York. Um, It was a state school that is near Buffalo. And what did you major in there? I started out in nursing, but um, finished with a biology degree. And what made you change your mind? I did most concurrently. um, Almost finished a nursing degree. I just liked science and was a TA for several science classes. Was it in college that
0: you decided you wanted to change and sort of go the pre-med route?
1: No, I just didn't really know what I wanted to do (laughs) in my life. I was enjoying the college experience at the time. And you were also doing some research in college, right? Yeah. um, I attended a summer program at a nearby university and had a great mentor. He was a hematopathologist, so it kind of gave me the idea of pathology kind of early on. Um, And um, so when did
0: you apply to medical school then? Were Were you in college when you applied to medical school?
1: My last year, yeah. And where did
0: you uh, go to medical school?
1: Uh, SUNY Medical University, so it was back to Syracuse.
0: And when you started medical school, what were you thinking in terms of career choice?
1: Um, Either internal medicine or pathology. And your
0: exposure to pathology was with the hematopathologist?
1: I worked in a lupus nephritis lab. And then in internal medicine, I liked rheumatology and nephrology, which are very close to what we're doing now in kidney pathology. Yeah, Definitely. Um, I guess I had a great mentor um, that kind of led me there.
0: And um, so when did you make the decision to pick path over internal medicine?
1: In the beginning of my last year of medical school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What was it that made you finalize that decision?
1: Honestly, they wouldn't let me do an acting internship in internal medicine since it was late in the game. I had a A baby in the third year of medical school, and it kind of delayed things. Mm -hmm. Pathology was more flexible, and so it was kind of Mm serendipitous. And what was your PhD in? Uh, Microbiology and immunology, and I studied CD4 T cell responses in lupus. So you've been
0: interested in lupus for a a really long time now.
1: I still am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
0: I know that's one of your, your big areas of interest. So then you decide to apply to biology, and did you do APCP applications?
1: I did, APCP.
0: And where did you uh, do your residency?
1: Same place, SUNY Upstate Medical University. Mm-hmm. And so you spent four years there? Yeah, 12 altogether. When was your first
0: exposure to renal path, or what sort of led you into being interested in renal path during your residency?
1: Um. Well, in Medical school. I was involved in an MD/PhD program. Um, We were studying um, a kidney disease, lupus nephritis, and so we worked with a kidney pathologist to look at our mouse slides and such at the time. So it was kind of always in the back of my mind. Um, And then in residency, I had a great mentor, uh, Dr. Clarissa Casal, who works here now. (laughs) And it was just nice because at the time, the renal pathologist we worked with. Um, were older, really didn't keep up with some of the advances, but they also kind of had the wisdom of being in the game for a while. But it was nice to see someone young and vibrant and enthusiastic, and so she got me excited about the field. So you
0: spent a lot of time with Dr. Casal during residency, right? A little bit. Like she would mentor you and show you yeah. cases and really um, sort of nurtured your interest in renal pathology. I agree. So were you pretty sure that you wanted to do a renal path fellowship or were you considering other things too during residency?
1: I was considering forensics. I generally like medical pathology over surgical pathology. Um, Finding tumor margins (laughs) and going Mm -hmm. through... Um, Large specimens, especially with the grossing, didn't really thrill me. But mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed the pathophysiology, putting all the things together. Um, and in renal, we have light microscopy, IF, EM, ancillary studies, a lot of things to put together, a story, and kind of own the case. And
0: um, I know you did your fellowship here at Arcana. So um, what led you to decide to, to come here to Arcana for your fellowship?
1: I think Arcana is awesome. I'm a little (laughs) um, biased. Um, Well, I did go on a couple other interviews, and actually at the time it was a bit of a decision because my dad lives near um, University of Chapel Hill in North Carolina. But I just had the opportunity here to learn from so many people. It was a warm, welcoming environment. I stayed for a couple days during my interview, so I kind of got to see a conference where... All of our interesting cases are seen, and the wide variety of pathology we see here is awesome. Um, and the people we work with, everybody likes each other, and that's lovely to see.
0: But this would be your first big move, right, going from upstate New York to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. So um, how were you feeling about that that big change in scenery at the time?
1: It was good to me. Um, yeah. It's warmer down here, both in weather, and the people are warmer.
0: You probably got a lot of snow in northern New York,
1: right? Absolutely. (laughs) I certainly don't miss that.
0: So you came down to Arkansas then for your fellowship, and can you tell me a little bit about your fellowship year and how that went?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Similar to yours, (laughs) I got the chance to work with all of the nephropathologists here um, with cases each day, attend our morning 10 a.m. conference and got involved with a lot of research with Dr. Larson and really got excited about that research. We study membranous glomerulopathy and membranous lupus nephritis, and um, it's kind of my passion. Um, He is an awesome mentor, but honestly, every pathologist here kind of took us under their wing and is a great mentor and you
0: decided to stay on um as an attending here and can you tell me a little bit about how that happened
1: i was just offered a job to stay during fellowship and was thrilled about it so (laughs) it really wasn't a question in my mind like i'm really fortunate to have joined the group
0: so you didn't need to look around you knew you wanted to stay i didn't look around yeah
1: (laughs) and can you tell me a little bit? I, I think
0: you touched on this about how you really are interested in studying lupus and membranous. Um, but can you tell me about sort of your favorite part of renal path? Is it those membranous cases? Is it lupus? Oh, what do you What do you like like most? The what do you What do you get most excited about when you see a biopsy? I
1: guess autoimmune kidney diseases um, mm-hmm. is my passion. In lupus, I feel that the classification is a bit flawed and category-based and has a lot of room to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an exciting area of study. I also have a close friend who had lupus nephritis. And so I think about her every day, and it's kind of a motivation as well. Mm-hmm. want to find some answers. And there honestly haven't been great improvements of treatment over time for lupus. And although we're not focusing on treatment, diagnostic tools will help us discover flares early and potentially have something to monitor non-invasively. And again, there's a lot of room to grow there. And you've been doing
0: a a lot of research in the area of membranous and lupus. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, we're looking for antigenic drivers of disease. And one of which we're um, focusing on was a NEL1 Neural epidermal growth factor-like one. It's a new antigen in membranous. Uh, we found an association with malignancy. And whether it's really a biomarker if, you know, the cancer comes back or with disease activity, we really don't know yet, but hopefully we'll learn that over time. Um, we also had a new antigen, NCAM1, uh, neural cell adhesion molecule one, um, that is an antigenic driver in some people with lupus nephritis. But there's a lot still to be known. About 3 quarters of patients with membranous lupus nephritis uh, don't have a known antigenic trigger. And without that, we don't have anything specifically to monitor. So I'm hoping we'll find more there.
0: And you developed a lot of the serologic assays here
1: in-house, correct? Hope to someday. (laughs) But I've been um, uh, working with Mr. Sudhir Joshi, um, who's been great. He's a very experienced medical technologist here, and we work closely together in the serology lab right now. With mainly just PLA2R and THSC7A, the main causes of membranous, but hopefully more in the future. Now I just want to ask
0: you a little bit about m- living in Little Rock. So what were your first impressions when you when you moved down here from New York?
1: Well, given that there's only a couple million people in the entire state, I expected it to be actually quite more rural than it is. Mm-hmm. It's easy to find rural areas and do, you know, hiking or go to a lake. But at the same time, there's everything you want in Little Rock, fun restaurants. There's an art scene. I love art. And I live in a little community that has a bunch of hiking trails leading to other areas in the community, which is quite awesome still being five minutes from work. Mm-hmm. And you, um,
0: I, you hadn't mentioned this yet, but you paint a lot as well, right? You have some beautiful artwork, and um, we do feature that on the Arcana Twitter page, um, so you should really check that out, but um, beautiful artwork, so you have some time to, to paint as well here.
1: Well, thank you for enjoying that. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite hobbies. Okay, well, I
0: think this brings us to our rapid-fire question portion of our interview. How many hours of sleep do you get at night? Six. What is your favorite way to make eggs? Scrambled. Right handed or left handed? Right. Talking or texting?
1: Mostly texting. Last
0: book you read for fun?
1: Switch. What's that about? It's about breaking bad habits. Oh, Um, nice. It's by Dan and Skip Heath, which um, they wrote an interesting book uh, that I read recently too, Made to Stick. But Switch was a recommendation from um, Dan McPherson here. we swap book ideas.
0: Oh, nice. Favorite holiday?
1: Honestly, Memorial Day. I grew up in the birthplace of Memorial Day. The whole town shut down, and they used to have festivals and reenactments. And we haven't done that in a while, but that's, I guess, the best memories from childhood. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: If you were given the opportunity to fly into space, would you take it? Yeah. What chore do you hate doing?
1: Cleaning up cat litter.
0: (laughs) Morning person or night person? Night. Do you have any pets?
1: I do. I have three cats and a dog. They are Widget, Gizmo, Burt Reynolds, and Goose. (laughs) And
0: they all get along? No. Oh. (laughs) If you could visit anywhere in the world, where would it be? Ecuador. Really? Yeah. Why Ecuador?
1: I've always wanted to go to the Galapagos Islands, oh. and also I took four semesters of medical Spanish, so I have a lovely friend, Maria, who offered to host me someday.
0: Okay, well, thank you. It's been a pleasure talking with you this morning. Um, how can people follow you on Twitter?
1: I'm at atif underscore casa. I'm a little bit of a Twitter junkie, um, although I don't waste time, I think, in other social media platforms, but I'm part of the Nephrology Social Media Collective, and it's a fun group of like-minded people that makes some FOMAT or free open access medical education, and they're doing a lot of that at Arcana too, so. Very nice.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Kaza.
1: Thank you, Dr. May.
0: Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes store. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter or visit
1: us on the web at arcana labs.com.